friend are on the couch watching a movie when your friend suddenly starts to tremble and shake and then they rise up toward the ceiling and you realize they're attached to a tentacle oh, which shit. is attached to a much larger monster outside your house oh, shit. it must be time for another episode of high mystery Woo. That's right, it's the only podcast that is uh, certified by Jack Herrera uh, <laughs> Uh, you know us, you love us. I'm Colin. I'm Tristan. I'm Ariana. And I'm Robert. That's us. We're the Gang of High Mystery. Ooh. We're here to smoke weed. You and know I'm... our special guest? She's the voice of High Mystery. Communer of the fairies. Uh, what more should I say? Feng Shui mystic. Yes. <laughs> All true. All of the above. That was such a great intro, Colin. Oh, That was, thank that was you. one of my favorites. I'm glad. So excellent. <laughs> Uh, today is another episode of Colin's Cryptids. Yes. Is this like episode six? I'm not sure. I, oh, I, we're way past six. I think it's like, I mean, I've done like little mini-sodes of cryptids <laughs> as well. Like we had one on Thanksgiving, but that wasn't a Colin's Cryptid. No, yeah. Um, I think there's been five legit. So this is Colin's Cryptids well, Volume Six. I guess I would trust Rob. I mean, I could be wrong. He I'm, logs everything and does yeah. all the things. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I could be way off. He does punch. <laughs> it's been a long time. You're too modest about your confidence it's in been, numbers. <laughs> it's been a long time since you've done a Colin's Cryptids. So that's true. Uh, well, today we are going to get to the cryptids in a minute, but okay. we got to talk about the weed we're going to smoke Great. because we have a special little thing that we're going to be smoking. Sure. I have a. King Palm, which is filled with Sunset Sherbert, and uh, yeah, that's all I know that's in there, so that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tristan has a very special little thing. Yes, I have just returned back on our travels to Kauai, where I was able to go check out some of our past history mysteries. It was Tristan's search for the Menehune. Yes, and uh, there will be a video up on the Patreon if you're cool enough to get on the Patreon. Sweet. Uh, you'll see the video. I went to the things. I checked it out. I got the lowdown, <laughs> and I also came back with this nifty bamboo pipe. Yes. It's a bamboo pipe. Uh, it's like the old school, I guess, like, how the natives would get high. Yeah, this is how the original Hawaiians, <laughs> pre-white settlers, God bless you. Oh, thank yes. you. Um, you know, if you don't know anything about bamboo, it's a very multi-purpose uh, wood. It's you very could, strong. You get high with it. Yeah, you could build <laughs> stuff to get high with. Yeah. Use it to carry water, use it to make instruments. Yeah. Today, we're going to get high as fuck out of it. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, if you <laughs> are on the Twitch, you'll be able to see us use it. Um, and if not, uh, maybe a picture will find its way to Instagram. And then you've got a blunt that we're smoking there as well, right? We do. Um, I should say I packed the 
bamboo pipe with banana to keep it oh, tropical nice. the theme. Yeah. The banana in there. Oh, do you, you have a tropical breeze high uh, twisted hemp rat? Uh, uh, you know. <laughs> I just I will lash myself later. You'll lash yourself later. I didn't even realize no, I was missing such a perfect opportunity. We don't condone self-harm. You're fine. But uh, what rap, what, what disgusting rap <laughs> yeah. you brought before us? What today? poor excuse for a rap. <laughs> the blue banana? Oh, wait. Was, uh, oh, try okay. So, no, banana, banana. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It's it's the tropical would have been a nice mix up. You know, add a little variety into. <laughs> Did you have a tropical sitting at home? Is that yeah. the real. Yeah, yeah, that's why you're really languishing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, it's, it's okay. It's okay, Tristan. Anyways, this is packed with banana and sour diesel and. Um, More banana and strawberry cough. That's the okay. strawberry cough. A lot of fruits. Yes. Very Sorry. fruity today. I was taking a photo of this lovely bong and I got lost in my in her art. In my photo tape. <laughs> Are we gonna hit the bowl first, or should we smoke a blunt and then hit the bowl? Uh, I say we we jump down the bowl train. Okay, let's jump down the bowl train. Uh, getting us started off, obviously, it's an episode of Collins Cryptids. This is an all international cryptid, so none of these happen in the states. <gasps> I know. Oh, so foreign and exotic. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, send us to these places. <laughs> Tristan had a great time when you sent him to Kauai. <laughs> Thank you, Hiking Jamaica. <laughs> that was our subscriber that funded that trip. So thank you. I look forward to more. But also... It would be nice for these guys to join me, too. It was hard to film <laughs> and do everything myself, so send me some help. <laughs> it's true. Tristan did take a How trip. was it? What do I need to know about it? It rips oh. like a champ. Uh, hit it like you got to kind of chief it a little bit. And it'll what like does kinda, that mean? That means yeah. it's going to milk the, okay. the inside of it a little bit. And if you need to, you can pull in a little bit of fresh air from the side of your mouth. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's a carbless deal. Yeah, it needs a few pulls. Because it's got a long way to travel. It's got to go from one end of that thing all the way to the other. Mm. Uh, can you pull it? No, but... You just hit it? Yeah, and then hit it without your mouth being like, Totally making a seal, and then that'll kind of like clear it. I mean, you're getting fat ribs either yeah. way. Nice. Yeah. tasty too. <laughs> Straight up banana. Get a banana yeah, that's in your awesome. mouth. Okay, so our first cryptid comes from Java, Indonesia, and it is the Ahul. A H O O L. The Ahul. Ahul. Yeah, it sounds like something like. <laughs> I don't know, when you see a fat guy in the bathtub, he says, ow! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to try this uh, bamboo pipe here. Yeah. It's so nice. I, I love it. All right. Very nice. Is it cherry? Oh, yeah, it was when I hit it. It's kind of like playing an instrument, that piece. It's you so just, nice. You give it a few puffs, and then you tilt it to the side, and then you tilt it and tilt it. And then all of a sudden you're Saxon with it, you know. All of a sudden you're, <laughs> that smooth jazz. <laughs> okay, the Ahul is a giant carnivorous bat believed to have a wingspan of over ten feet. Mm. Just for reference, that's larger than a California a California condor's wingspan. Larger than a pterodactyl's? 
I don't know. <laughs> it didn't look like pterodactyl. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, it's over 10 feet, whatever that means to you. Uh, somewhere around a theoretical pterodactyl's wingspan, I assume. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the idea is they're covered in thick brown or black fur, like bats, but with extremely strong, powerful legs, capable of snatching up live prey, including... Humans. <gasps> Do bats not have strong legs? It depends on the species of bat. Um, there are some. Down, right? They yeah. hold their own body weight. Yeah, but I mean, when you consider in proportion to their body, I For guess sure. they're pretty small. And they're those bats that use their feet to actually like fish in the water. Mm-hmm. So I imagine they would have stronger than average legs. But the point is... I think it's squat, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it never skips leg day. But yeah, you got to figure also that if it has a wingspan of over 10 feet, it's got to weigh a ton. Yeah. So it's got to have extremely strong legs as well. Well, that's all she wrote on the bowl. <laughs> the bowl's done, so? Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to spark this. Uh, it was a tasty little bowl. I'll spark this King Palm wrap here. I'm just smoking this bamboo pipe more. some more. Yeah. We're going to light that blunt. Light that blunt. Light the blunt, yeah, light, light the light blunt, light. give that blunt a light up, the that blunt, give that blunt a light up, light that, light the blunt, give that blunt a light up. They're usually dismissed as predatory bird sightings because there are owls and eagles in the area. I think that sometimes, like, you see something flying crazy in the night, you're like, whoa, was that, like, a bird, a, an owl, a bat, what was that? Yeah, because owls give yeah and there you know it's just like oh you just see like the white flicker really quick or something and it's like oh what? yeah what was that it was the yeti <laughs> but some believe it is an undiscovered species descended from pterosaurs uh, what's that they are the pterodactyls uh, pterosaurs are similar to pterodactyls okay. but I'm pretty sure they're like furry and oh. wing covered oh yeah so like Gizmo to Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. Comparison. Yeah, yeah. He's like a furry baby Yoda with wings. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I guess they're in Java, Indonesia, and they think that some people disappeared because they got snatched up by these suckers. Are there like large cave structures in the area that they feel like they're like chilling in? Definitely. Do you think they're the type of bird that uh, hangs from ceilings like bats, or do you think they're the type of bird that builds nests? Well, they're bats, right? Yeah, they're bats. So, I mean, so that they're definitely hanging? Oh, yeah. That's that's the definite characteristic of bats. They're definitely hanging upside down Were the pterodactyls hanging birds as well? No, I guess they would be, like, on perches somewhere. I don't really know. Like, I don't know about owls, but I always see them just on a perch not in a nest i feel like owls make nests but they're like usually like in the holes of trees and stuff like it's just for the eggs though it's not for them right no i think they're chilling <laughs> they, they have to sit on out. the eggs to keep them warm well, talking about too many species for me too <laughs> we need to get david attenborough over here he would be like all up on this owls are not well, Robert, <laughs> you need sir david attenborough David Attenborough will <laughs> arrive. Now, what questions do you have about birds? <laughs> so good. 
<laughs> I just summoned Attenborough. That's right. Hello, Mr. Attenborough. It's so good to have you here. Yes, and it's incredible to be here. <laughs> I've never been so baked in all my 93 years. <laughs> that would be a fun time. Right? Yeah, we, would. we accomplished Smoke weed with something. David I mean, if you had to have like a top a top three, if you will, of people you'd want to just get completely baked with. Don't do this to me. Right? <laughs> I'm not prepared. It's like to you're not your top five question. dinner guests or something like that. Yes, <laughs> this is such top a hard three question. People this to be in the rotation, one. you know. <laughs> not prepared. I mean, here's one thing: I would pick either Woody Harrelson or Willie Nelson because Ooh. the odds of them being together are pretty good. So you might get a two for one. Right <laughs> you know, if you go to their poker Smart. night. You're going to get both. <laughs> and maybe some other cool celebrities that I, I mean, don't could know. you say the same about, like, Seth Rogen hanging out with, like, James Franco or whatever? I don't know. They're really... One. Maybe not so much. I know Willie and... Uh, and Are, like, uh, besties. Well, yeah, they have a regular uh, poker night. Oh, okay. So, that, you know... There's definitely blunts being smoked. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh... Uh, this is all based off of like some article from 10 years ago. So who knows <laughs> if they keep up with that. I don't know. There's a long list. Tommy sure. Chong should probably be up there. Uh, I mean, you're picking people that you Snoop might actually Dog. get stoned with. Right. I'm saying like, of all oh, time. yeah, like if David Attenborough oh, okay. was never going to smoke weed right. with us. But you man, wouldn't know. it be great? Fuck, you don't know. I, would, <laughs> I mean, top of my list to smoke a blunt with would be Barack Obama. That yeah, that would be great because you know he smoked the blunt and, and he, would be, yeah. he would be like all up on this too. He'd be yeah. like, man, that I think that was a UFO. And he'd be like, right? He would have to. <laughs> sure. right? We're not allowed to tell you. If we're going to talk about UFOs. <laughs> I got some declassified documents. <laughs> Let me Don't get Biden on the phone. He'll talk you here. <laughs> Okay, so that's the Ahul. Any other thoughts on the Ahul? I mean, yeah, I like they're bats. possible to be a pterodactyl-like yes. species. I immediately I like go them. to the Scooby-Doo theory. <laughs> oh, it's just some guy in a costume trying to scare the locals <laughs> off. There's like diamonds in them hills, and he's like trying to... Yeah. He's <laughs> trying to scare the locals off. <laughs> like a Scooby, yeah. So, yeah so a Scooby-Doo Scooby Scooby yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've seen the show. Old Man Withers. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted to keep people out of the caves so he could continue harvesting bird nests for bird nest soup. <laughs> That's a sad, sad twist. And I would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for you kids. <laughs> Actually, I think bird nest soup is pretty sustainable. Yeah? They just make another nest. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I mean, I might be totally wrong. <laughs> I mean, how long did it take to build that nest anyway? Long time. It's like, what, a day? But were the baby eggs in the nest? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next cryptid is the Akorakamwi. Ooh. This is, and I might be butchering that pronunciation, but I'm doing my best. Uh, this is from Hokkaido, Japan. And the Ainu people of Japan long believed Volcano Bay off the south coast of Hokkaido was plagued by a giant octopus-like creature. A kraken, if yeah. you will. Yes. A kraken of sorts. There were numerous sightings over the years. So many blunts to smoke. 
Oh, yeah, we should probably tell people that we did smoke two blunts before the recording. Of That's true. That's we true, got, we did. We got, <laughs> we got started a little early today. We were a little overzealous. <laughs> or, you know, just right. Or just right. Or just feeling just right. of zeal. <laughs> okay, so the most notable sighting of the Akorakam we was by was noted in a book by John Batchelor, a missionary on Hokkaido, who recorded this sighting in his book, The Ainu and Their Folklore. Mm-hmm. The passage goes, A great sea monster with large staring eyes had attacked three local fishermen and their boat. The monster was round in shape and emitted a dark fluid and noxious odor. The three men fled in dismay, not so much from fear, they say, but on account of the dreadful smell. However, that however that may have been, they were so scared the next morning that all three refused to get up and eat. They were lying in their beds, pale and trembling. Ah, oh. thanks, Tank. <laughs> right? That's my takeaway from that passage. <laughs> Same. <laughs> the Akorakam we stank. Damn. Damn, you need a bath. <laughs> Get back Nasty. under the water. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's just basically they've been seeing it a lot over the years and this one white guy wrote about it, so I guess he's the one that Wikipedia mentioned. <laughs> Noise Wikipedia. Noise Wikipedia. But yeah, so just kind of another crack in. This is circa 1800s, you were saying? Yeah, this is the turn of the uh, 20th century. Okay, so. so They're definitely alluding more to like a squid, I would say, with like the inky deposit and True. smell and stuff. Yeah. They do describe it as a round creature, though. Like, it's not like there's a whole lot of description. Bulbous yeah. creature? Maybe they, that's all they could see of it was like the round top part. More of it was underneath there. I guess it said it has large staring eyes, so that's not really Kraken like, right? No, I mean Kraken's giant octopus. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Be sound like a giant squid. It sounds like to me. <laughs> Just... Maybe it was a. Um... An ancient alien type situation, and they just misinterpreted like the exhaust to be like mm. the, the dark stuff. Oh, okay. In a way, they could have been technology. It was too early for any of them to think that it would be some type of robot dry or sub or none of that shit existed. We didn't even fly. That's what that I'm point. saying. So ancient yeah. aliens yeah. coming. Mean, that's how they would describe it. As exactly. Yeah. They as just some see creature. That it's just two windows that they thought were really staring eyes. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, they were just like dumping their refuse. Right. Right yeah, then. Just a bunch of alien shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no wonder it smells so awful. Like, man, I really wanted to check it out, but it just smelled too bad. I mean, it was so bad. They, they were sent away scared and left in their beds pale and trembling i wonder if that's also why they couldn't eat the next day like the smell was just burnt into their nose i mean so who noxious. wants to eat after smelling that <laughs> it's like when they put you next to the re- restroom at a good restaurant it's like no how am i supposed to do this oh right always gonna associate your food with this smell now i mean what did i do to make you hate me <laughs> the smell might be like some type of 
you know, toxin or something in the air or like, you know, a drug or some crazy spores or whatever. Made them really sick? or It might have made them all fucking collectively high. And somebody was like, yo, man, you see that giant squid? And they're like, fuck yeah, I see that giant squid. And everybody's seeing this giant squid, smelling all these weird fungus fumes. We're getting into a dangerous territory when we start going, you know what? Maybe they were just high. That's what people saying about us all the time. Well, know? I wouldn't say that if it wasn't for the nasty smell. I'm mostly kidding. <laughs> I would never assume it if it weren't for the smell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could just be the cryptid that we assume that it is, and we just haven't caught one. Ocean's big, y'all. That's true. It's big. Uh, but yeah, that's the Okorokamui from Japan, Hokkaido, Volcano Bay. Which also, <coughs> I feel like that reminded me, Volcano Bay. It might have just been something geological. Oh, yeah. Like an undersea volcano, and that would explain the noxious, disgusting fumes. Yeah. And maybe big, bright plumes of lava coming out of, like, the solidifying rock would have looked like eyes, perhaps. Mm -hmm. For sure. I mean, isn't that what sulfur smells like? It's just, like, rotten eggs, and that's what the volcano's pumping out, so... But you think they would be familiar, like, living on a, a... volcano island like you think you would be a little familiar with what an active things smell like maybe it's I mean, not as active as we think <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't know really like if you live in hawaii does that mean you know what it looks like to see an undersea volcano i don't know not necessarily who knows who's to say uh um, lions let us know what's up yeah i was just there i didn't think to ask i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen an undersea volcano in your regular like fishing practice <laughs> in or... your day-to-day yeah i mean it is volcano bay so it has to be an area that's more active in volcanic activity than bays that... <laughs> exactly it's more than your average bay. It's more than Shepherd's Bay or whatever. Although, I went hiking in a place, what was it, Cherry Canyon or something like that? And I didn't see any cherries. Is that what <laughs> you went there? They might have been out of season. Yeah, no, you're right. Might have been some person named Cherry. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty pissed about that, too. It also might be that there used to be cherry groves there. Yeah, I don't know possible. Um, but yeah, that's the Korakamwe, <laughs> some kind of undersea something. We don't know. Some strange something or another. If you want to know more, ask John Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> Lifelong Bachelor, that guy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our next cryptid is from Ireland. That's them. Every Irish person I've ever seen. They scamper away. They shillelied away. As we all know, how Irish people walk. Just an Irish jig. Anyway, this cryptid from Ireland is known as the Dobar Chew or the Water Hound. Ooh. It lives in isolated freshwater lows and rivers, and it's described as a half-dog, half-fish. Oh, it's a good doggy fish. <laughs> with a long, snaky body, snaking body covered in thick fur. Oh. Okay. It's like a falcor. Huh? 
It's like a falcor. It's a dogfish. It is, it is described as being otter-like Sounds sometimes. Like an otter. But yeah, yeah. Could, like, you know, falcor, if he was in the water, is pretty otter-like. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and plus, that gives us the opportunity to sing a never-ending story. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love this. He's large and heavy set, but fast moving on water or land. Oh, that's an otter for sure. Fast and bulbous. They have giant otters. Like that's the species. It's the giant otter. And yeah, in Brazil, there's a species that gets up to three meters long. I yeah. think so. And that's the a river otters are super big. agile and on land and water. Yeah. Mm. So maybe it could be something like that, but I don't think there are any other otters in Ireland. I might be wrong. Yo, Irish folks, my peoples from back in the generations ago, tell well, us. I feel like... Uh, <laughs> you got otters? <laughs> I feel like there are otters in Europe. That so, may be. I just don't know if they're in Ireland. Yeah, but I feel like if they're that far, like, in, I mean, I guess Ireland's much further north. but It's pretty cold. A lot of rain. It's really marshy and wet. Not a whole lot of forest. So stuff. some lost otters? <laughs> we are the lost otters. <laughs> help us find our way. <laughs> our way home to Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> we miss Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> what do Irish people eat? Bangers and mash? That's <laughs> yeah, uh, English. Yeah, I don't know what Irish people eat. Uh, shepherd's pie? Sorry, Ireland. <laughs> we, I definitely have blood from you, but I don't know anything about you, probably. <laughs> Ruined I would, sandwich? I would fail the Irish citizenship test, for sure. Green beer? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't remember if I said this or not, but they were apparently fast enough in one story to keep up with a galloping horse. Ooh. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. don't judge them on their heavy set size. They're very athletic. Right. They work uh-huh. out. You know, they're like a sumo wrestler. <laughs> they got a very specific skill set. Uh, sightings date back several centuries. And they're, this is pretty interesting. I've never heard this about any of the cryptids I've looked up to this point. There are at least two gravestones in Ireland of people who were repeatedly attacked and killed by a dobar chew. Oh, dang. Right? Yeah. That's kind of spooky and weird that... I mean, I don't know. it's just kind of crazy. And at that time, it takes a lot of work to put stuff on a gravestone. So, yeah. Like the fact that it was important enough to mention twice. I don't remember the specific date, but I think one of the gravestones date back to the 18th century. Dang. Yeah. So, Dobar Chu stuff goes back pretty far. Damn. Oh. Yeah. And I don't know. I like that cryptid. It's pretty cool. The Dobar Chu or the Waterhound. Yeah, I don't have any more cryptids. <laughs> so we're going to have to talk about this one some more. <laughs> Thanks. I'm pretty sad on that whole otter theory. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was thinking like this was just like the missing link from in the otter species from like the dinosaur otter to this otter it's just still still chilling out they got, there in they got trapped in an Irish glacier and then right? it's just warmed up uh, enough they and Sino made their out. way into Ireland 
That's right. <laughs> yeah. They're swimming down the rivers going, whoa. I don't know what to do with myself. I'm going to go popular in high school, I think. <laughs> in Modesto, California. <laughs> Is Polly Shore in that movie? He yeah. Is. yeah. He's, he's like, like one, one of the two friends. Yeah, him and... Uh, Sean Astin. Frodo. Sean Astin. Not yeah. Frodo, but... Uh, Samwise. Samwise, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. I just a I feel like that's a cryptid that uh, <laughs> a caveman I mean, comes back. Yeah, a thought out caveman is a cryptid. Like you I, could... I have heard that I think it's, you know, folklore or whatever on the internet, but I had heard a story that a guy was frozen and then thawed back to life. That'd be a pretty funny idea. From like pre No, no, no. Just, just frozen recently. in like on a mountain or something like that. They found him and then thawed him back to life or something. I mean, I think it's bullshit. (laughs) This is like something I read in the early days of the internet. Walking out of the the grocery store on the front cover of one of those magazines. Right, yeah. yeah. Maybe you read that they thought it enough to like retrieve DNA DNA from it. No, I mean. They do that sometimes. I I, think. I mean, I can't. I'm fucking talking about talking out my ass here, <laughs> trying to fill up time. <laughs> How do you think a thought out caveman would do? Like processing everything. I mean, yeah. the The assumption is that they just like go nuts, but yeah. I I would assume that they would be. I think brain dead. It would adapt. <laughs> I'm, I'm hearing that a thought out oh, caveman would be brain dead. I'm hearing brain dead adapt. And they figured it out. Oh, they'd just be fascinated. Yeah, just like, oh shit, everything is crazy. <laughs> I think survival would kick in and they would like figure it out. Figure out how to make it work. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we got to where we are today, man. That's true. You want to live. And so you got It's in our revolution. Yeah. Survive, yeah. I mean, and, there have been like uh, people that were like locked away in a closet only to be rescued. And, like, they'd never spoken English, never... Like, they're essentially a Tarzan-type mm-hmm. oh, yeah. scenario where and they have they to learn. learn English, they have to learn how to speak, and things He's like that. He's learning! Dorothy, <laughs> the boy has learned! Come downstairs and see! He's writing! <laughs> I could not believe it, Charles, until I saw it with my own eyes! We've been so blessed! <laughs> Is I supposed to spark this fire? Maybe we can have the Christmas party this year. <laughs> Maybe save it for the Patreon. We'll just double up on there. Okay. All right. Well, Tune into the Patreon. We will have to vamp. Nice it's not a very long one. Luckily, even though the beast has broken down the side of your house, you have your trusty scimitar above the fireplace. Nice. You grab it with your right hand and wield it aloft with both hands <gasps> and cleave the beast in two. And the night settles, for it is the end of another episode of High Mystery. I'm Colin. I'm Tristan. I'm Ariana. And I'm Robert. Thank you so much for listening. Check out our Patreon if you haven't yet. We love you so much. Let us know if you know anything more about these beasts. Yes. Bye.